Welcome back to The Resupply with me, Garnick Store. And me, DK. Bringing you your weekly double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Uh, welcome back, man. How are you this week? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> How about you? you? You fully recovered from your birthday celebrations? Barely. <laughs> uh, but I didn't end up in hospital, so, you know, that's that's a big win for me. Um, anytime that, that, that does sound like a win. <laughs> um uh, I tell you what, the next day, uh, so I had a, a wee birthday party, and the next day, um, I, I was lucky enough to partake in some coffee and donuts for breakfast. So, it's uh, fond memories. <laughs> <laughs> I should say, I, I think back in Brisbane, you could only kind of look, <laughs> sort of longingly at the pastries and just say, <sighs> yeah, whilst eating my shitty like oatmeal or like <laughs> uh, everyone else is eating bacon and eggs and i've got oatmeal mean um that's one thing i hate actually is if you go if you get if you're lucky enough to go out for breakfast but your your diet restricts you for from eating anything good so um i hate that shit anyway um so yeah if i was told i couldn't consume coffee or i would die i would strongly consider death oh man i had i had to take a break from coffee I, I drink one coffee a day at least i love i love coffee love everything about it but like basically they said no coffee for you anymore so i went off coffee for like six months and it was bullshit uh, i could easily <laughs> give up booze uh and like fried food and spicy food don't care about any of that but coffee oof, that was a tough one um tall order yeah it was so uh something that's laser force related <laughs> oh right that's yeah, what yeah. we're doing <laughs> um you touched on last week uh about you know some of the stuff that we've got upcoming um actually before we dive into that though do you want to do you want to give a rundown of um uh the uh, information for nationals this year yep okay so everybody start getting out your fomo calendars <laughs> Because Nationals is going to run in Detroit, or Clinton Township, I should say, from right. July 22nd to July 26th this year, 2019. Um, there's currently, at the time of recording this, like basically 10 teams that have confirmed um, possibly more to come. So it's going to be a big one. Um, lots of new pals for you to make if you come and hang out. And you can come and hang out and... Uh, make fun of my terrible podcasting voice if you want just come and hang out (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so we we sort of touched well you sort of touched on um uh some uh some things that we can kind of um talk about one of those things was uh how we prepare for our nationals um you were saying that like you've had some people ask you about you know how it's done in sacramento um (laughs) Yeah, or at least how it was done in Sacramento once upon a time. Yeah. Um, Another, uh, just a quick a quick RIP for, for LTC once again. Yeah, miss you. <laughs> miss you, LTC. Um, so how yeah, did you... Yeah, get- I, I, I did have people ask, you know, well, how do you guys run member night on a weekly basis? Yeah. Um, I've gotten other questions like, well, how do you avoid all the drama of a weekly basis? And <laughs> my answer is, be a damn adult. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Drama happens, kids. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. So, for one thing, if you are a site that's up and coming and 
stumbled across this podcast somehow. If you did, let us know how, because I really want to know that kind of information. Let's be fair. They would have turned this shit off like <laughs> bad coffee and donuts. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. But if, if you're looking for a place to start um, to, to get going with Space Marines, for one thing, I think that if you're running a site or you're trying to run member nights or things like that, one of the things that you have to get down is how to recruit players. Mm. And I will fully admit I was not as good about this in the last couple of years as I was, say, in the early 2000s mm. when we were trying to put together a larger member base. But we did have some good involved members in Sacramento who were good at recruiting players. Um, Disco, Aiden, Autumn, they were bringing people. Uh, Manette did a lot of our member outreach. She got a whole bunch of people to start coming mm. um, from Friday nights to start crossing over to Mondays to start training them up when we were playing Space Marines. So it's really important to have just some members or if you're really lucky to have staff members who are going to be advertising the fact that, hey, there are some advanced games you can also play mm. and you should come do that. Come play against people who are also good and not just smashing all the birthday parties all the time, you jerks. <laughs> yeah, get a get a hobby. <laughs> yeah. <a> hobby. <laughs> get a better hobby. <laughs> yeah, get a different hobby. <laughs> so overall, I mean, you just kind of want to look for people who have been coming for a few weeks who maybe this is becoming sort of a standard Thursday, Friday, Saturday night kind of activity. You've seen them come back a couple of times, and obviously they're ripping off good scores, but it looks like they may be getting bored of the game. Mm. You tell them, hey, we do play some other games. Here's a chance to play some more competitive laser tag. So just getting them to come out the first time mm. is important. And also clarifying that, yeah, by the way, just how the, you've been smashing general public the last couple of weeks, you're probably going to get smashed the first time or two that you play Space Marines. Yeah. So please be open-minded and don't get frustrated. It is um interesting actually like it's it it's hard for someone to come in and be you know the big the big fish in their uh birthday party pond <laughs> um <laughs> yeah to come to to you know like a members night where you have guys that have been playing for years and years um and uh, it takes a, a special kind of someone to be like, you know what, I'm okay with this. I I, I feel like this is something I want to be a part of, even though right now I'm getting my ass kicked. Um, yeah, it's uh, and those are the people that you know obviously stick it out and become nationals players. <laughs> yeah, and we definitely have had players that have been like that. Virtually mm. all the successful players were there at one time or another. Yeah, so things can get better over time. Yeah, it really does, and. You know, like it's the old adage of you get player playing better people, um, which I think is true for most people. Some people don't. Some people stay shit forever. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but most people, yeah, You, the longer you play better people, the better you become. Yeah. But by the same token as well, things you can do to encourage people to come back mm -hmm. and – all of us have been guilty of this at one time or another. You know, don't just completely scream at the new players because they don't know what they're doing in yeah. Space Marines 5. I know we've heard time and again that that's a persistent reason why people don't come back to member nights is they feel not only are they getting smashed, but they're not getting enough help yeah. from the advanced players. Which, I mean, is, is a thing kind of in, in any subculture that you belong to. You go to a... a new area where there are people who are much more experienced than you it's going to take you a little while to, to work your way in mm. but be as welcoming as possible to newer players if you want your scene to grow you have to intentionally grow it 
Yeah, and they're, they're, you know, we've seen uh, at Auckland, we've seen uh, numerous times where uh, somebody who's been playing for a week, two weeks, maybe a month, um, who have done something or continue to do something um, and somebody understandably gets frustrated, you know, especially if, if, if a gun's just pointing around a wall or, um, you know, they haven't got like a clean, um, you know, a clean shot that they've put together yet or, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's understandable that people get frustrated, but yeah. Not keeping your gun up. Oh for God. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag keep your gun up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's not very productive to, to get shitty at like, at new players because the the best outcome is that they you know they're probably gonna leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like, and, and like, just know your audience too some people respond better to, to just kind of a quick talking to than others if you grew up playing sports and you're used to some asshole dad whose life didn't work out <laughs> so now he has to yell at, at small children yeah. maybe you're used to that kind of treatment but yeah. by and large especially adults are not going to usually take kindly to that kind of thing that's right they're like, paying money to be there they're trying to enjoy themselves so just kind of respect the process there yeah um I think, and we've touched base on it. Uh, I think one of the podcasts we did last year, but like having somebody, having somebody like recruiting people was so important for the scene to get bigger. Like if you've got a staff member who's actively, you know, hey, you you be playing really well. Like you should try some of our special games on a on a Monday or Tuesday with the regulars or whatever the case might be. Um, and you'll get some people that are, you know have that competitive mindset where they're like, you know what, that sounds pretty cool. You know, obviously you're going to get everyone, but um, having someone yeah. there on a regular to, to recruit these people was also a massive one. Um, yeah, and an and idea that I had floated for a little while, which we kind of developed but never to the full extent I would have liked it, yeah. is also having a sort of secondary training night for newer members. Right. So that way they can start learning a lot of the basics because just going from standard games to Space Marines 5 is a complete culture shock. Oh, there are so sure. many things you need to know in order to effectively pay, play Space Marines 5. Yeah. We didn't play it like at all for about the first year that Sacramento was open. The extent that we played competitive games, it was Space Marines 4, yeah. which again is like checkers versus chess yeah. as far as, as laser tag goes. Um, I think so it, it took the... us a while to, to learn too. Yeah, the pretty sure it was the same... Uh in Auckland like they they uh 2001 2002 had like a fairly regular space four contingent so they played a lot of space marines four and um it wasn't until the guys from wellington came up and, and basically showed uh the guys up here how to play sm5 um and at first they were like this balls why would we want to play this we could die out this is dumb um, <laughs> yeah and I, I remember the first couple of times that Space 5 was played in, in our field, there were definitely people who had the same attitude. Yeah. I recall immediately thinking that, wow, this is such a more interesting, kind of better dynamic game. Yeah. Um, but still, we we didn't know a lot of things. Again, the, if people haven't heard the story, the entire reason that my team won the first Space Marines 5 league we ever played was because we were the only team who figured out how to double resupply, that you could actually <laughs> do that shit. Yeah. And we were doing it super old school, like, okay, on the count of three, we're yeah. both going to shoot the person at the same time. <laughs> One, like, oh my two, god, this three. is so archaic. <laughs> um, 
yeah there, there's a lot of people that uh i think were apprehensive but i i wasn't playing at that time so i came in and space five was sort of um already well established here there'd already been a nationals played at uh auckland so um I yeah you're a newbie man yeah i missed all of that changeover <laughs> <laughs> fresh faced <laughs> 2003 wasn't that long ago <laughs> Um, yeah, to, to somebody like me and Than, yeah, you're a newbie, and to somebody yeah. like Tragedy and Night Owl, I'm a newbie. So yeah, I'm a fetus. It, it, things, yeah, <laughs> I'm at least a toddler at this yeah, point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the recruitment is quite a big thing. But like, is there anything that you guys would do um, specific, specifically as a team? Um, you know, when training for a nationals. Well, I think the earlier you can get your team together, the better, and run some actual practice games. Yeah, That's always important, and you don't want to run this into the ground, because usually if you're practicing, you have, say, an A team and a B team. Yeah. Well, yeah, the A team is going to win most of the games, if not all the games. That's just yeah. to be expected. So you want to try to practice specific things. We were getting to a point right before LTC closed, we talked about running some specific drills on a week-to-week basis for these A versus B games. So that way we had something concrete we were actually trying to get down rather than just we need to learn how each other play. Yeah. But things on like, okay, suppose that uh, we run into a bullshit Taipan wall. Well, how do we crack <laughs> that without freaking out and screaming at each other and yeah. saying, I'm getting shot four times at once. <laughs> yeah, I think people forget that like talking to each other in a game is a thing you can actually do. <laughs> so, Amazing, right? Yeah, so if there's a wall, like tell your other teammates. like <laughs> it's That's information that they could probably use. Yeah, and Rusty, I think, has pointed this out as well, which I thought was a really insightful comment from him was, even in non-Space Marines games, there's something to learn from every single game that you play. I mean, yeah. he's played something like a million, 2,000 standard games a or something games. like that. <laughs> and you do definitely learn other things. I will fully admit that sometimes I lose patience and don't really want to play standard games on right. a weekly basis. Yeah. But now and again, it is good to get that back. So I, I can't really take credit for this idea because this is more or less how sort of early Sacramento ran. Right. But I was hoping to get this back for like training new members is essentially a kind of core contingent of games to learn the kind of basics of space Marines. Right. So one that I think is helpful is dead aim. Dead aim is a really good game for teaching people how to conserve their shots properly because yeah. there is a mechanic in the game for you will get punished if you're run out of shots. So don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's quite, that's, uh, quite a good one for bringing up people's accuracy as well. I think, um, yes, for it, conserving shots, for being more accurate, and and maybe even to a to an extent, training people on keeping their guns up. Like, if <laughs> yeah, if you if you've only got a few shots and you have to make them count, then you really focus on like <laughs> aiming, <laughs> and you can't do that when you when your phaser is pointed at your feet. So it's um, true that doesn't work very well. So one thing. When uh, and when we were training for nationals in two thousand eight, which was probably around the pinnacle of like Auckland Laser Force, um, we were mm -hmm. we were at our best, I think. Then, um, not not necessarily in terms of how many people were coming, because there's been periods where we had, you know, thirty odd people come to a, a members' night, but um, definitely in terms of like competitive play. So. Um, uh, I think it was Than actually that had the idea. One of the boys had the idea of, "Hey, let's 
let's get out and do some team-based stuff that's not laser force um yeah so before before we were playing nets training on a sunday night which was a separate night from our regular members night uh, which is also quite a good thing if you can split the two up um a you get to play more laser force but b it's, <laughs> that's always a plus yeah it sets an expectation for okay so nets training is gonna be competitive nets training um whereas you know tuesday is just for fun random games but um we would go down to a local park uh, a couple hours beforehand. We'd do some exercise down there, and then we'd play. Um, uh, we'd play ultimate frisbee uh, for about an hour, and um, that kind of stuff really helped with the team building aspect of of um, nationals. Um, you know, it, it really made us like closer as a unit and actually want to hang out more rather than hey, okay, well we'll see you next week for space marines. So. Yeah, I, I think most of the successful Space Marine teams, or just sports teams generally, that, that both of us have been on mm. have had that kind of dynamic where yeah. you are kind of close outside. And I mean, this is true even in professional sports. People talk about functional versus dysfunctional locker rooms. Yeah. Having a functional team works a lot better. Absolutely. If you can trust the player you know, that you're playing with and also um, like them generally as a person, like <laughs> it really goes a long way so much the better yeah absolutely um but that that really paid off because we ended up winning that nationals so um whether or not they had anything to do with it you know <laughs> i'm absolutely sure that it did yeah so i can I. I can say with a lot of confidence i'm sure that contributed to it yeah for sure um one thing as well that you mentioned is uh when you're playing um when you're playing those nights when it's potentially an a team versus a b team um one thing that we also tried doing was uh splitting the teams in half and switching them around so you know generally you have your attacking three which i guess is the commander and your two scouts um so we would put them on one side and then the heavy and the resup on the other and we'd have the a team um attack attacking the a team defense um which was kind of good training for both because you usually think that you know um both sides kind of know what's going on so um it's good that's pretty good practice as well trying to defend yeah i think that's that's a, a great way to to do it as well because the more pressure that kind of your back line can face the better integrated they're going to be the medic will know where to go when they get under pressure yeah the ammo will know when to put them down when to pick up resets the heavy will develop a better uh kind of coordination with them yeah so i think that that's a really good tool as well yeah um and again it sort of breaks up the monotony of you know just shit stomping the other team and then they decide they don't want to play anymore so it's like... yeah but but honestly if anything i think those kinds of train nights if you do run full a versus b scrimmages mm. it's useful for a team to get to know how each other plays i think it can be potentially more useful for for b teams because you are definitely playing against superior competition yeah. on a weekly basis, so you need to figure your shit out. Exactly. That stuff is going to help you a lot more. You will learn, I think, infinitely more from games that you lose than games that you win because yeah. you definitely have things to identify, okay, where did things go wrong? We were yeah. doing really well the first two minutes, but then something happened, so let's figure out where, where it went wrong. <laughs> and if you can do that in a calm, rational way rather than just screaming at each other, you definitely can figure some things out. Yeah. Which, um, again, like, uh, going back to our specific Space Marines training nights, um, 
there's a weird calm when when even you know if if one team gets stomped nobody takes it personally because the expectation is um we're playing these games so that we can better from them um people generally weren't taking those those bad beats personally um which can be a thing i think like if you're playing if you're playing a member's night you only got got so many games in a night and you know you kind of want to win as much as you can of those games and so uh, when shit goes wrong um there's more pressure to, to play every game right because you know you've got to wait a whole another week before you get to play space marines again so yeah and i would say we encountered that a little bit um when just we would kind of naturally rotate through positions a lot of times i would sort of manually break teams but then we got the randomizer yeah at long last so that was always helpful or i guess it's not a randomizer it's a it's a team breaking tool in the software which <laughs> yeah, on occasion easy, easier to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> which on occasion still kinds of shits the bed and uh makes some really weird teams yeah but that also can be useful as well but i know that's a situation run into like oh man i only got this one commander game this night and all these things went wrong. I didn't yeah. get to do anything that I wanted, and and that can be frustrating. So yeah. getting getting out of that is is also helpful. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess like when you are when you are training, generally people have an idea of what position they're going to be playing at nationals. So if you get to you know it's it's not a big shock if you're the resupply that you're going to be playing a lot of resupply that night. And if you go in with that mindset, then it's it's not such a big deal. Um, Rather than you know feeling like you missed out at members night yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and, and and getting ready for the the hottest of takes here. If you enjoy playing resupply, you'll probably play it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure why people have an issue with playing resupply. I uh, like, I like, all I like playing all of the positions at Space Marines. Obviously, there's things that like I'm better at doing. Um. But even playing medic, like it's it's still really fun. Um, especially if yeah. you, again, if you like the the players that are next next to you, then playing in a resupply is actually enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, and and this is kind of why I wanted to do an episode somewhere down the line, just doing a, a deep dive on each of the positions on yeah. a weekly basis to talk about things that we've learned over the years. Because I think it was great when you guys were making those training videos for Auckland yeah. and pointing out things on a weekly basis on, on different recordings you did. I thought that was a great idea. So yeah. I, I think if we can, if we can do something like that, just in a conversational form, that could, that could be helpful for newer players too. Yeah. The commentary videos actually, if you haven't seen them, jump on the Auckland laser force YouTube page. Um, Cause there's some, there's some pretty cool stuff in there. Like we give, <laughs> we give our um, insight into how to play these positions. Yeah. I'm not sure how, <laughs> how, uh, good that insight is but you know it's still entertaining to watch and i thought to... a lot of this i thought a lot of the stuff was pretty good some of watch it. I, I i even honestly when we had some newer players i told them to watch a couple of those videos oh I really there yeah i said there are some some interesting things that are brought up here about things you need to watch for yeah in specific positions that it's easier for me to explain that way because i can point to a video versus when we're in the middle of a game yeah you know, I'm not standing over your shoulder the whole time, so I can point out things that I see, but not necessarily things that I don't see. Yeah, for sure. A shout out to Dimmy Hawk for making those happens too, because he put a lot of, a lot of work into all of the videos on that site. There's there's some pretty cool ones actually. The uh, the um, first person um, games, I guess, uh, are really interesting to watch, and some of them, some of them are pretty dark. But we started playing with the house lights on, so you, in some of them you can actually see what's going on. Um, yeah, but he did a bunch of work on those, so 
Thanks for that, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. I was looking forward to having my turn, but uh, then Josh came in late and Sanch killed me and I got mad. <laughs> what, at Sacramento? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would like to do, because I, I don't think we did any for Brisbane. I think the maze is a little bit too dark because, yeah, you can't really play with the house lights there. But maybe in Detroit yeah. we'll we'll play some, um, we'll get some first-person recordings done. Yeah, and maybe then nobody will bust their knee on the mining machine. If, you, if you've been to Detroit, you know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking <laughs> no, about no, yet, no. but uh, <laughs> it is the, the cause of many injuries in Detroit unless they've remedied that since the last time I've been there. Really? I, I can yeah. only well, imagine. I, I, th I think we agree that it's, it's definitely a great idea in the darkest part of the maze to have a slanted surface with a sharp corner on it. That just sounds <laughs> like a great idea to me. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your ACL while you can, kids. <laughs> um, I'd imagine that Baden's, uh, Baden has a um, affinity for that spot in their maze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he goes there at all. Oh, really? <laughs> fortunately, it's, fortunately, it's not a high traffic area. <laughs> Um, but it, w it was definitely a, a source of some both jokes and injuries in previous years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess, like, the final thing is, like, the, the best the best kind of practice you can get for nationals is playing Space Marines on a regular basis. Um, yeah, and if you can organize a league, please do it because the, the level of play even though we, there was nothing really at stake in any of the leagues that we played at LTC, yeah. but just the competitive aspect of, I want to move up in the rankings, or I want to say that we won this league, even though who cares, you're going to start another one three weeks later, <laughs> yeah. is still the accomplishment, The you know just the ability to talk shit to your friends and be like, yeah, remember that time that we won that league and we just <laughs> smashed your face? Yeah, I mean, like winning anything is, is obviously nice. Like Winning a game of Space Marines feels really good so if you could do that in a competitive setting like you should absolutely do it obviously you know brisbane do it on a regular basis and look how good they are so <laughs> yeah it's it's not by accident that they're so good folks it's because they're used to being in competitive situations yeah. week after week so they know what the pressure games are like yeah. when you're facing elimination quite literally and <laughs> you need to be able to play well against opponents who are just as good and just as creative as you are. Yeah. So that's, exactly. And I, I just, I know for a fact, based on some of the members that we've trained, that they made such a huge leap after we played a league. Yeah. It's, I guess it's the same thing. Like, uh, generally people get much, much better after they play at a nationals. Cause it's basically, you know, the best form of league yeah. there is. Um, but yeah, so you know, if you could play in that highly competitive uh, environment uh, on a regular basis, you should absolutely do that. But maybe, maybe do it in a way that you're not sacrificing your members' night at the same time. I don't know. Like I, I, I would feel uh, again. I'm, I'm more inclined to play as much Laser Force as I can during a week. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so if you can have two nights, if you have that luxury, awesome. Uh, but if you can only get the one maybe do a, a a league for you know six to eight weeks or something um yeah and and if you are and if you are somebody who's in a position to recruit more members you know go to those friday night you know three hour blocks or mm. whatever your site kind of runs keep an eye out for the better players just kind of chat them up a little bit or talk to to the site's manager the site's owner and say that you know, you're interested in, in trying to help the members develop a more competitive scene because 
a lot of times they're actually more responsive to that you might think yeah i think like um because it's not really at the the forefront of their minds uh from a staff perspective like their concern is all right bring people in and then take their money and then make sure they don't break anything (laughs) (laughs) so if you could take some of the stress of of you know recruitment away from the staff members and that's really a good thing too yeah yeah Um, make sure that you prove to the business that you're an asset because good members really can be an asset to the business because they want to see it succeed as well as as much as bad members can be a a liability for them because yeah yeah. that's the unfortunate uh backside to that i guess yeah (laughs) there are there are some people that do some dumb things uh that cost the owners and and kind of tarnish the uh the good name of the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. So be be a good member. Don't be a bad member. <laughs> um, was there anything else in terms of training you could probably recommend? I, I guess. Well, okay. So let's so let's see. So we we, we talked about about dead aims. The, the the kind of the other program of games that I would run people through is dead aim gladiator. At least to some extent to kind of get used to the lives dynamic. Right. Um, Highlander can be interesting because it teaches people about missiles and about just the heart-pounding terror of when you're being <laughs> locked and about to be destroyed out of a game. Um, I, by and large, actually, am not a huge fan of Highlander as a game format, but yeah. it can be useful for those kinds of situations. Sure, you could also use shadows to to teach missiles. Yeah, but I think those are all good, important building blocks. And then if you can give people a little bit of Space Marines 4 experience, even if it's only maybe for, for a handful of games. Mm. So you understand that there are different positions, there are different roles that you have to fill, yeah. and you need to be responsive to your resupply and things like that. Yeah. Those can be really helpful once you, you jump into Space Marines 5. So one <laughs> one other thing I could probably touch on as well is um, if you are attending a, a Nationals tournament, um, try and get into the site like, you know, a couple of days early um they they might you might have to play around the uh around other people but the more time you get to practice in the maze that you're going to be playing a week of space marines and the better obviously you know that's a last minute kind of um uh kind of training thing where you already know how to play the game your team's probably done a little bit of pra- uh, practice before you turned up unless you're sacramento and in which case you're homeless um, but, but, I had a little more salt to that wound. Please. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, if you can turn up to a site and get a few, you know, a, a few casual games in before the tournament starts. Obviously, there's usually the practice night, but yeah, get in early and, and try and um, uh, try and get used to the maze as fast as you can. Because um, learn that'll learn that field. Out. Yeah, that'll learn go that a field. Long way. Um, and not just learn how the maze plays, but learn the different uh, names for the parts of the maze. Because um, obviously, you know, Space 5 has a lot of communication aspects to it. So the quicker you can tell people where your opponent is, the better. <laughs> or better yet, develop your own place names. Yeah, for different true. Places you know. <laughs> One of my most hilarious memories was I remember from 2002... Um, the first time I played against Rusty, Night Owl, Dragon, anybody from from Down Under, yeah, uh, they were naming different locations in the maze after fast food joints they'd been to. 
So there was Jack in the Box, there was Burger King, there was Whataburger. You fat fuck. None of the rest of us had any idea where they were talking about, so it was almost like they had their own secret code as to, to where to go. Yeah. I think just Night Owl in general is great at coming up with interesting and, um, shall we say, colorful code names for various locations. In I love field. that, man. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. So if you, if you can come up with something like that, if there aren't conventional place names, then come up with your own. Talk yeah. it over with your team. Have some way to, to reference what's going on. Yeah. I know a, a constant frustration among members is you're trying to call out where somebody is and you hear somebody <laughs> yell, there. he's over here. Yeah. <laughs> that shit drives me crazy, man. He's Come shoot him. He's over here. Where the fuck is here? Give me a place name, people. Next to my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow my voice. You know we're in a large echo chamber, right? Like... <laughs> um yeah learn learn the place names because that that's actually really helpful um but yeah was uh was there anything else no i think other than that um we'll we'll just kind of run through some of the the positions and things like that i know the the tendency is to put the newer players at scout when they first kind of come in and i think Mm. that's good for learning space marines but in terms of uh league play and stuff like that Oftentimes, I've taken our newest member a lot of times and tried training them up on medic first for right. the, the competitive aspect. So I think that's a good way to go about it. So maybe we'll we'll start there the next time that uh, we have a conversation about how to how to play medic and how what to look for, what to learn. Yeah, well, we might so we might start recording those uh, unless you know, obviously we get some guests to talk about some um, specifics about this year, but. Um... That'll yes. probably that'll probably do us for this week. Um, so until we uh, until we're back on the mic, I've been Guy Next Door, and I've been DK. And uh, always remember to backtrack, kids. We will see and you. keep your gun up. <laughs> keep your gun up. We'll see you next week. <laughs>